Al, it's the uh, time of the year that everyone is looking forward to. The end is of the year. Is it? They're like, wow. The end of the year. Thank God this year's over. I mean, yeah, this year's kind of been a dumpster fire, so. I mean, when hasn't a year been a dumpster fire? It's been a dumpster fire for a couple of years at least. It's true, it's true. But, yeah. you know, with with that time comes uh, certain uh, certain things we got to talk about. Traditions, Traditions, if you will. Traditions. We've got to come up with uh, the best games that came out this year. In our opinions. The only opinions that matter. It's true. So with that, hello, welcome to episode 107 of the Season Anime Checkup OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, manga. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Al and Ladium. Hi, hi. And uh, it's time for Game of the Year. Yeah, we're doing it. Um, the 2018 version. The twenty, the 2018th version. <laughs> <laughs> um, this was a weird year for games, so it was kind of a difficult time for me to build a list. Yeah, like, you kind of knew coming off of last year when it was such a banger of a such year. Such a good year. Yeah, that this year was, was going to be tough. a little bit of a fall off. And yeah, but it was still, there was some good stuff. Yeah, predictably that happened, but there was some good stuff that came out this year, and uh, we are going to we're going to discuss that. Excited. Uh, but before we get into that, you mentioned something yesterday that you were like, "Should I, do we do this?" I did, didn't I? You did. Uh, so like, hey, we're getting all of the blank of the year stuff in. Let's talk about. Uh, you want to talk about your favorite anime of the year because you weren't sure if we were going to talk mm -hmm. about that or not. I wasn't, and I was like, oh man, like I have one this year, which mm -hmm. is surprising. Um, but uh, I have one, so I wanted, to, I wanted to at least give it a nod, be like, hey, you did a good job, buddy. All right, so let's hear Al's favorite anime of 2018 and also as a side note why love life sunshine is a masterpiece in it is a masterpiece and if it, <laughs> it, yes i love sunshine um i was going with like one that came out this year yeah of course i just want to put um, that in there as a joke but yeah sunshine is phenomenal and should win anime of the year every year um this one won't surprise you at all nope um because i bet we're gonna agree in the universe yep yeah Place further in the universe. Absolutely should be the best anime of the year. 1000%. It's so good. And it's like girls being friends with girls and supporting girls. And it's got like nice humor in it. And it makes you feel things. And like Hina's a shirt. So the greatest thing I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. Um, so it's a really, really good anime. And uh, if you haven't watched it, you should. Or also just like listen to our podcast about it because that will also tell you what's What's going on but still watch it because you should i mean it, one of the first shows that came out this year because it was a winter season show and just knocked it out of the park and i don't really feel like anything touched it yeah i in terms of even coming no. close to like challenging it for anime of the year yeah the only thing that i think was a little bit better it wasn't better anime but it was a better opening was the Caligula opening was really, really <laughs> phenomenal. Like, really, really good. Um, but in terms of anime, like, this one smoked everything. Yeah. Yeah, it was so good. I would 1,000% uh, agree with you. I would like to give uh, some shout-outs to some other good animus of the year. 
Yeah, do your thing. Um, Pop Team Epic. Yes. Which came out this year. Sometimes it's easy I love to Pop Team Epic. Uh, just great absurd humor. Yeah, so I, I would easily give that number two. <laughs> um, I believe the back half of the last season of March Comes in Like a Lion came out this year, and that show is always really, really good. Um, it's hard trying to remember things that came out this year. Uh, Caligula was surprising in how like we actually liked that show considering how much we did not like that game. So yeah, I was I was surprised that it was actually like an enjoyable anime to watch because yeah. that game was like the opposite of enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> um, and again, that that opening theme is just like so good. It's true. It's um, it's really good. And I, that show in, in general is just a big old. A big old surprise, I think, for us, like I said. Yeah, I mean, like, we got to learn about how talking psychology can get you the ladies on the swan boat. It's 1,000% true. <laughs> I'm still waiting for somebody to try that on me, honestly. <laughs> uh, how have I not got anybody? <laughs> no takers. Uh, Laidback Camp was just really chill and good. Also came out early this year. Uh, Megalobox is really fantastic. If you like sports and boxing, uh, speaking of sports and box or sports in general, uh, Hanebato was also surprising in how much I enjoyed that show. But like the back half of that really takes off. And then probably something from this season that I think could be in contention is Zombieland Saga. Oh, I've heard good things about that. Because mm-hmm. that show really that show ended on a a pretty fun note. And just in general, did a lot. Of, I did a lot of fun things in terms of it's like basically subverting your expectations of like what a zombie show should be and also positioning it in like the idol genre as well and just like hitting all those marks (laughs) on like what an idol show usually is so it does the it does a really good job with that and also they got like the voice actress for sailor moon to just be just make zombie noises the entire season that's hilarious it really is that's so good and one of the girls from saint snow is in that show as well so uh, yeah, uh, it's Sarah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. There's some blank of the year for you. Some animated the year. Congrats to all the winners. Congrats to all the winners. And by winners, I mean like one winner, but still, <laughs> yay! To a place for the universe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's uh, let's dive into some game of the year. Um. Should we clarify that I'm doing it my weird way still, or <laughs> the uh, the lucky number seven way of Al is back again? If you remember last I... year <laughs> and the year before, so uh, she has her top seven. I have top ten, and then we also have some supplemental awards we're going to give out first, which mm-hmm. I believe we have seven of each. So really leaning hard into that seven. Seven is a good number, man. We have three sevens. We've hit the jackpot. It's like a slot machine. It took me a second to figure that out. <laughs> I was like, what? Anyway, I'm dumb. Let's talk about some games. Let's talk about some games. Um, Our first award, well, you, our first word is similar in that I mm-hmm. believe we're giving it to the same, to the same winner. But they're different. They're named differently. Okay. So why don't you uh, why don't you start off with uh, what you gave for your first award? 
My my first award being the uh, game that would have been my game of the year if it had been released a month later. Yes. <laughs> uh, so game that would have been my game of the year if it had been released a month later is Tokyo Xanadu EX Plus. It's true. Which I guess like technically you could also say the game that would have came out like six months later because it did come out six months, like a few months prior, or five to six months prior on the Vita before the PS4 version, but... Yeah, but Still. I played the PS4 version, yeah. so um, this game is good. Mm-hmm. Um, it it was my Persona Five. Uh, well, between this and um, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, like Tokyo's Blank is just knocking out the park <laughs> here with RPGs. Like those two are what I wish Persona Five had been. Yeah, um, they're so so good. And it also got me into some other RPGs, which will come up later. But um, all the characters were amazing. The story was a lot of fun. Um, they did like the really neat quirk where they showed the opening every time that you got to like a new chapter of it, yeah. and that was really neat. It was like an anime. Yeah. Um, I just I loved this game, and it stuck with me. Mm-hmm. I still listen to the opening whenever I'm trying to hype myself up. It's real good. It's real good. It's a really good game. Uh, and uh, con- uh, not consequently, but uh, <laughs> on the same page as you, uh, my best old game, which for me is just a game that I played in this year that did not come out this year, is Tokyo mm-hmm. Xanadu EX Plus. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! And like, yeah, basically everything you said, like just hits the nail on the head of like why this game was just so so fun just that story was really fun um it wiped the taste out of how bad persona 5 was out of my mouth and was like wow this is this is this is what that game should have been <laughs> like you said yeah. uh and just it was it was just a blast to play through and like i don't think either of us were really expecting it to be as good as it was because we kind of no. came in cold to it like i i knew of this game for a few years like i was like because i was interested in seeing what it was but then like once we played it it just it blew us out of the water mm-hmm. it was phenomenal well we got our good talk about some something fun and let's 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 go to the opposite let's crank that knob all the <sighs> way 180 degrees Ooh. uh i would like to present the quiet man presents worst game of 2018 And uh, that award goes to a Square Enix joint. Mm-hmm. A lot of my choices were Square Enix, honestly. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy uh, Fifteen oh. Pocket Edition HD. Woo! Oh boy, what a mess! Yeah, that was a nightmare. Just, yeah. The... And basically, like anything that was good about Final Fantasy Fifteen, they're like, "What if we just took all that out and?" made it this <laughs> made it bad made it worse it's it's it's, right. it's astonishing that they made final fantasy 15 worse i don't know how and they did they did like they very thoroughly did and they didn't even use like the cute chibi designs like for world of final fantasy which they easily could have done and at least that it would have been cute but no it's just appalling and terrible in every single freaking way just everything about that game is not good. Like it's it's the worst version of Final Fantasy Fifteen, which is that original version where they didn't like <laughs> basically patch in more of the story because they released that game unfinished essentially. 
yeah. Everything about the art and design of that game is bad. And yeah. just so poorly thought out. The combat is so just boring and easy to mash your way through. And then, of course... When they did dumb things like the magic where, like, if you had magic right. and then went to the next one, it's like, oh, well, that magic you just had was completely gone. And you can, you can only hold, like, one magic at a time for, for whatever yeah. reason. The fun dialogue between the boys that was actually, like, one of my favorite parts of it is all gone. They just recycle, like, the same three lines between them. It's it's so bad. Like, I don't understand... I, I, like, I understand, like, why they would want to put this game out on, like, mobile and all that stuff, but, like it's not a good version it's a terrible it's, it's version not, not good uh. <laughs> um yeah legit i noticed like all of my options for I, my category was named game that never should have been made but yours was much better <laughs> and the quiet man presents but all four of my choices that i had on here were from square enix yeah and that says something yeah um, Can we? Uh, I don't. I don't want to cut you off for a second, but I just saw no, something today that apparently uh -oh. a Square Enix Japan put out, and it uh -oh. is a trailer for The Quiet Man. Oh no! And it's using like all these bad reviews as like kind of like it's a fake, like almost a fake accolades trailer, but it's like oh no, it's all like bad reviews about The Quiet Man, and it's supposed to basically hype up like the second part of that game where you know you get like all the audio and stuff is like. You w wait till you see the audio and you'll know the story. Then you'll be wrong about what you said. It's like, nope, no, no, no. it's even worse. Yeah, our better, our version was better when it was about baking. Oh, man. Awful. But go ahead with your, uh, your winner. Uh, mine is Secret of Mana HD. Wow, that's a surprise. Yeah, um... This game should never have been made. Um, it was such a buggy mess. And, like, it wasn't fun. And it took out a whole lot of the soul of the original game. And so I'm like, why Why did they even bother? Like, why? It, it's kind of the same thing as, like, Final Fantasy XV. Is like, anything that made that game fun in the first place, they just removed it. And so I'm like, why? It looks nicer. Cool. Um, except for it's going to crash every 15 minutes. <laughs> Yay. Woo. Like it just shouldn't, it shouldn't have happened. And, um, if anybody else is wondering, like my choices were Secret of Mana HD, The Quiet Man, Pocket Edition, and, uh, the multiplayer of Final Fantasy 15. Yeah. Not good choices all around. <laughs> no, no, no. But I went with Secret of Mana HD just because like that was a game that I genuinely used to like, I loved it. Mm -hmm. And playing through this version like what why why did you do this to it yeah it's awful and so it kind of broke my heart a little bit well alrighty what's uh what's your next award I think this is where we start to best diverge. remake best remake mm -hmm. not secret of mana not secret of mana <laughs> uh I gave this to Radiant Historia perfect chronology that makes sense yeah for the 3DS uh, which yeah you're not shocked by um the original of this game is legit amazing and could potentially be in like my top 20 games of all time. Um, it's 
a fantastic story. The characters are awesome. It has like these neat um, timeline mechanics. They have to like swap between the different timelines in order to solve like whatever is going on. Uh, and perfect chronology. The only real negative of it is that they change Erica's hair. Mm-hmm. And, and also just like, like her design. Yeah, her design in general. But like when when that's the like big negative is that they changed one character's design. Like I can live with it. Uh, because the added stuff, like the extra story bits and the the new battle mechanics, all they were all fantastic. And um, once we learned that uh, the same director who worked on uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions worked on this, I was like, oh, it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> makes a lot of sense. But uh, yeah, Perfect Chronology was amazing. And so that was my best remake of 2018. All righty. Uh, I would like to present best anime game. All right. And uh, we're gonna you're gonna have to go go to your phones for this one. Oh, uh, a Japanese only mobile release that just recently came out. Uh, it's called mm-hmm. Takeshobo Quest Attack Pop Team Epic. Oh. Which is, it's 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 a free to play game, so you kind of have that stuff going forward. But like, it's this weird, like almost riff on gotcha style games. In the sense that, like, you you basically just acquire a bunch of just to to fight the characters from Pop Team Epic, and then it just injects all of the humor of that show into this game. Where like every time you have to watch an ad to get something, like they they make like you know anime style bumpers, and it's just parodies of different anime. So like there's like there's a Mobile Suit Gundam parody, there's like a One Piece parody, <laughs> there's a Persona for the animation parody in this. That's amazing which is the wildest thing <laughs> like that's something i would have never thought of uh and then like just all of, like the different stages you go to are like almost like parodies of other game franchises like um like there's like a street fighter parody there's a yakuza parody in there <laughs> like, it's all it's all over the place and it's like it really gets like that that series humor really well mm-hmm. um and yeah it's 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 like I said, it's a free-to-play game, so it's rife with, like, a lot of that s- style of game and kind of the badness of that. But, like, outside of that, it's just it's super goofy. And even though it's all in Japanese, I can still have a lot of fun time with it. Like, um, there's literally an option in there to, to spend, like, one million of the paid currency to get something in that game. Nice. Which is, that that should give you an indication of what kind of game this is. Yeah. Uh nice uh so uh i will continue here with uh my next my next award it is a uh, best mm-hmm. arcade archives release all right hit me uh so last year well, i gave out the most surprising arcade archives release which was versus super mario brothers which mm-hmm. was off the heels of them of nintendo being like hey we're gonna put out our arcade games i was like what okay cool uh this year I went with best because if it, if it was last year, best arcade archives release would have been Garo Mark of the Wolves, one of the greatest fighting games of all time, <laughs> which we've discussed on the show. Uh, yes. Thankfully, this year they released one of my favorite uh, Neo Geo era games, and a game that I did not think was actually going to ever come out on arcade archives because it was it was made by like a different publisher than uh, SNK. It was kind of in this weird. Uh, legal situation at one point uh because it, it basically looked like a diff- another game and some uh 
some lawsuits came about for that. Uh, but uh, best arcade archives release of the year is Money Puzzle Exchanger. One of my favorite, favorite Neo Geo era games of all time. It's it's such a fun game to play uh, as it's like a puzzle game where you basically match up like uh, different denominations of yen together mm-hmm. and just do all that. Um, it has some really bad English in it, which is really good. Cool. Um, and just it's a really goofy like uh, anime style puzzle game uh one of the characters literally just does 90s anime laugh for like the entire time you're playing as her (laughs) it's really good fantastic yeah um and it's just it's a good way to buy be able to buy this game now because it i think it is technically or was technically available on a psn like the playstation one version of it um Mm -hmm. i don't know if that's still the case but like you know this is a good cheap way to get this game and it's fan fantastic all right what do you got um, mine is best old game, as in this is a game that came out um, not this year or last year in December uh, <laughs> that I played this year and uh, very much enjoyed. Okay. Uh, and that is Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel. All right. Yeah. Uh, I haven't beat it yet, but it is really, really good. <laughs> um, like, I same reasons that I was loving Tokyo Xanadu, but this one is a little bit different in the sense that it's like a military academy and it's got like mid- more medieval-ish um, aesthetics to it. But again, like the characters are awesome. The story is awesome. Like you got some neat political tensions going on there that I'm like all about that life. Um, but also just like get to hang out with a bunch of nerds and I'm, I'm liking that. Um, I have favorites. And they keep taking them out of my party, which is making me very angry. But um, I just have a crew there and I'm having a lot of fun with that battle system, which the battle system is entirely different. Yeah, because it's turn based um, compared to Xanadu, it's turn-based. which was more action Yeah. Um, but it's got some really neat battle mechanics in it. Um, like there's a super move that people can do that like trounces any kind of turn order. Um, there's like neat linking mechanics with it. So like if a character is linked with the other one, then they can do like follow up attacks or heal you or whatever. Um, and it's all about like using those bonds to your advantage. So it's, it's a pretty cool game. And uh, so I, I have that one. And the second one will come very soon after. Uh, I just haven't had time to play a lot of games cause I started a new job. Yay. My favorite thing is anyway. when you, uh, when you have both those games on your system, like you go to like the first game, and it's like cheery after school time, and then you look at like, and then the, you like you look at the second game's picture, and it's like we're all angry and at war. <laughs> it's like, Whoa, what happened here? <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. Uh, what do you got next? Uh, best moment. Okay, I also have best moment. Oh. So let's, uh, let's hear your best moment of the year. Uh, this one is probably not going to surprise you in the least bit. Okay. Um, it is the Battle for Everyone's Souls boy music video from <laughs> Dancing Moon Knight. Good. Um, you got to hear my, like, pure joy at playing that song and seeing the video. You, I mean, you out of everybody who's ever known me got to hear that joy. Yeah. 
and know how much I loved it. It's true. And so you you can attest to how like fantastic this was for me. It was like the happiest I've ever heard you. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Like I I have continuously gotten back to watch this video <laughs> because I'm like it's so good. Everything about it's so good. They have like the the JK pop dance going on. They have the the Velvet Room outfits. They have dancing with the or fighting with the neon light things and the paint. Uh, you have like the the crazy like aesthetic turnarounds. You have the 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 awkward singing and the vocal part of it. Like I love everything about this. It it legit gave me so much utter joy. And I feel like if anything were capable of curing my depression, it would be this video. <laughs> there you go, my oh. best moment. Uh, so we kind of had the same idea for this uh for this winter. Oh, yeah. Uh, mine's a little bit more broad. Okay. But uh, my best moment of the year is kind of a lot of moments, mm -hmm. in a sense. And uh, it's anytime you interact with the Persona 3 cast and Persona 3 Dancing Moon Knight. <laughs> I could agree with that. I can get full on <laughs> with that one. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, like, when I played through this game in Japanese uh, earlier this year, like, going through the entire story, even though, like, I wasn't... I didn't know what was going on, really, but just, like, seeing all those characters again, seeing them, like, in better graphical quality, just seeing them interact with each other was just, it was so much fun and just filled my heart with, like, so much joy just seeing, like, those characters again and Same. getting to, like, relive things with them and then watching you go through it and in English and seeing exactly what was going on, just, it was such a blast and... You know, it was the, my joy on that one yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. And like that was the reason we like I went back and replayed P3 this year was because yeah. of this game and being like I really uh, miss it, this cast of characters and want to see them again. Yeah, they're amazing. And honestly, like I loved seeing them again. Everything about that was just so fun for me. Yeah. I I was screeching at certain points because I was so happy. <laughs> it was it, it was just a, such a good time. Like I, I, also, we found out that Akihiko wears red underwear. And also just takes bites out of lemons. It bites out of lemons with the rind and all. Why, Akihiko? <laughs> anyway, I interrupted you. I, I don't know. If I, I lost my train of thought when I, when I remembered lemons. Lemons. <laughs> uh, uh, it was also fun that you like got to explore the rooms a bit more than you could in the mm -hmm. in the original game. So you get to see a bit more of like, the personalities and what, what the what mattered to them enough to put in the room. Yeah. Like I didn't know that Ken had a, a hamster gerbil or something, whatever it is. I had no idea. Yeah. Now I know. And it's little feet go. Keeps running no matter what. Yeah. Uh, no matter what. This whole thing just really fans the fire of like, man, if they don't make a remake of P3, like what are they doing? Yeah. I don't know. Like they really need to. I would love it. Uh, I believe we. this is another award we have together uh my version mm -hmm. of it is called best jared and al multiplayer game okay mine's best co-op gameplay with jared um i believe we have the same winner for this do we i don't, I, I think we do unless like some What's your unless something changed in the last few weeks i don't know uh, it might have my winner is blaze blue cross tag battle oh wow all right so it is different okay um, but yeah, that was so fun to play with yeah. you. 
Oh, I, I had a blast playing that game with you. Uh, we have like the dumb video of me like as Yosuke dancing on your Chie <laughs> face down body to show me the meaning of being lonely. Uh, but live and die by the rando on that. And it's a good game. Yeah. Good game. And just like just how like I, I guess like the way that game is almost kind of like easily kind of accessible in a, in a mm-hmm. weird way it just it made that so much fun and it, and it made us kind of feel like we were do we were like real cool and like and like good fighting game players in a sense and having like all these really close intense battles all the time and just having so much mm-hmm. fun with that game like it was such a blast to play it was a lot of fun mm-hmm. to play um you might actually be surprised at what mine is okay um i changed it because that was what mine was i kind of i so i i I almost did the same thing, but I decided to just like limit it to like games that came out this year because I'm okay, weird I did, like that. But if I, I if did I didn't, I would have probably changed it to what you're about to say. Stardew Valley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've been playing it late, lately, and like hearing you laugh at me, like running around <laughs> trying to woo a boy with a fish over my head, is <laughs> like the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> uh, but it's been so fun, and it's kind of like relaxing to just run a. F- farm man yeah like um, i like hey, <laughs> let's go get some parsnips i agree with all that like that game is so much just like it's such a good chill game and mm. just the way like it doesn't like hammer home like oh you gotta do this right now you gotta do this right now it's like it literally just like lets you like look at all the options you have because there's a lot of stuff to that game and it kind of can be overwhelming at first yeah. but yeah it was but the good thing about that game is that like it's just like hey we have all these options for you but you get to take them at your own pace. You can do whatever you want and do it whenever you want. It's not like we have to. You have to do this right now. If you want to do it now, mm-hmm. you want to do it later. You know, it's it's whatever you want to do. And I think that like it that helps that game so so much. And just like letting you just like relax and have fun and enjoy it and um, being able to play this with the new like multiplayer update that finally came to Switch just recently. And getting to play uh-huh. with you just like really just reignited my love for that game. Like that game might be one of my favorite games of all time. Um, I gave it Game of the Year in 2016, and I still hold that like it's a phenomenon of a game. It's so fantastic. It's so much fun. Like like you said, like just just hanging out and doing all that stuff. It's just it's been a like when we played it. It's literally been like one of my favorite things we've been doing recently. Yeah, it's it's been a blast, and um. You know, I got to make a, a Love Live reference in it, so that was good. <laughs> um, I got to decide not to date one dude because he doesn't like pizza. It's true. Um, which, you know, the real choice is on, like, how do I date somebody? Oh, this guy doesn't like pizza? F him. I'm not Get dating out. him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it's been a lot of fun. And like I said, in, until we started playing that, my... Uh, my co-op game would have been the same as yours. And if I had limited it to only games that came out this year, it would have been that one. Mm-hmm. But but because I've had so much fun in the past few weeks playing this, it it usurped it. Yeah, like I, I generally was thinking about this like recently of like I maybe I should change this, but I, I you know <laughs> Well, both of them now get representation. True. They're both fantastic. They were both fantastic multiplayer experiences that we had this year. Yes, agree. And that leads us to our final supplemental award. Mine's best Atome. Which is uh, no <laughs> surprise. 
<laughs> Everyone's so oh, shocked man. about that. So shocked. So very shocked. Um, they'll also be extremely shocked on what it is. Oh my goodness. What could it be? It, it, it's Code Realized Future Blessings Whoa. fan disc. <laughs> Whoa! What? Um, there's just so much extra content and being able to go back into that world was a lot of fun and um, honestly, it, I didn't even get to date Watson, but I probably would have picked this as Best Otome just because I got to interact with Watson and he was amazing. Um, but you got some good content in this. You got the Mafia story, you got the Finnis route, you got the Herlock Sholmes route, you got the um, the like deli extra scenes, mm-hmm. and then you got like all the regular dudes like their extra scenes. It was a lot of stuff. Yeah. And um, I don't think I've ever like felt as emotional as I did during like Impy's route. Um. It's just weird because MP is not my favorite, but his route is by far the best route in this game. Like, period. Full stop. You cannot change my mind. <laughs> it's amazing. He took us down to the water. It's great. Anyway, it's the best to tell me this year. Wee. Wee. Uh, my final award goes to best surprise. Okay. A game that, you know, comes out of nowhere, takes us by takes us by the whims of fate, and you're like, you you leave it going, Wow, I was not expecting that. And uh you pretty much guessed this right away. <laughs> and uh I think it I think that holds true, like, um, Cause I love that I love that I texted what it was when you showed the category. You're like, Wow. <laughs> <laughs> So we did an episode about this, and it was before I'd played it, and it was just you being like, "Here's here's everything in it. It's real cool. I really enjoyed it." You, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and then, as I do, I gotta, gotta, gotta. <laughs> And then I played it as uh-huh. someone who is not really the biggest fan of the original game of this. Mm-hmm. I came away from this expansion being like, "Holy crap! That was really, really fun and really good." Uh, mm-hmm. 2018's best surprise goes to Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Torn of the Golden Country. Yes. A game, an expansion, I guess, I was was not expecting to enjoy as much as I did. Like, I think they they did a lot of uh, quality of life stuff to that game to make it better than, you know, the original, the baseline game. uh, I I liked the the story of it a lot better. Uh, I think Mm -hmm. a lot of the writing was, was better in this, which helps that, you know, it's a little bit more short form. Um, but, but even then, like I still put like fifty hours. Well, in that's it. you. <laughs> you put in like a wow. minimum of two hundred hours into the 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 base game just because you would. <laughs> Let's be real here. Oh, all right, all right. I did also one hundred percent do everything I could in Torna. Mm-hmm. But I I just I left this thing like going through all of it, just being like I was not expecting to enjoy this as much as I did. Or to like it as much as I did, considering what I thought of base Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was alright. I was very but happy. Not necessarily blown away by it, but this was just infinitely better. And Yeah, it, it was yeah. blown away category. I enjoyed it so, so much more. I was so, so happy whenever you were <laughs> like, yeah, I like this one. I'm like, yes, yes. Finally. <laughs> one of us. <laughs> 
So yeah, that was genuine, genuinely surprising that I uh, enjoyed that as much as I did. Hailed it. But uh, it's time to, to dive into the best of the best. Not best All of right. best. That's a, that's a different thing altogether. But uh, the best games of 2018. All right. You get to do a few before I even jump in. It's so true. I got, I got a few 20. more. Uh, coming more. coming in at number 10. Uh-huh. Uh, it's your favorite game of the year. Oh, boy. Dragon Ball Fighters. <laughs> Uh, they made a good Dragon Ball game. <laughs> wow, get wrecked. That's pretty much all you can you could I mean you could say about it. Uh, it looks really fantastic. Like it, it moves. The animations are just fantastic to look at. Um, and yeah, it's like it's. I mean, obviously, it's an Arc System Works game, so like of course there's you would you would expect it to be good, but like usually Dragon Ball games aren't that great. And even if they are, it's like they're they're okay to good at best, and this really uh, I think surpassed a lot of expectations. Uh, the story mode isn't you know that great; it's a it's a little middling. And then some of the stuff recently coming out of like Toei being like, "Well, you can't, we can't. If you're having a fighting game tournament, you can't have this there," even though like it was the biggest thing at Evo this year and like had so much momentum. And now the Dragon Ball parent company is like, "We can't, you can't make, we can't make money off of this, so you can't have it." And it's being it's super and dumb. Uh, but as a game on its own merits, like it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, they do a lot of good things to like capture like the essence of Dragon Ball within it. And uh, there's a lot of Gokus. So many Gokus. So many Gokus. So many Gokus. Uh, number nine, we've kind of already talked about at like length of why I liked it and you liked it. Uh, Persona 3 Dancing Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. Not going with the bad English names, because, because no, <laughs> uh, you know we we talked about why it's good, like just having that cast back. The song choices I think are a lot better than the five dancing game, which is just a, a bad. Yeah, uh, and just I just had so much fun playing this, so much fun. Just it was just such an enjoyable experience to have. And it at least made me feel like I didn't waste money buying that double pack. (laughs) (laughs) At least two of them were good. Well, I guess you got the soundtrack. That too. Which you don't even get over here. Yeah, trash. Uh, Number eight is a game that just recently came out. It's called Grease. It's like the Spanish pronunciation of Grey. Which I believe you would know more than me, so... You have probably at least like seen this in gifts and stuff. Like when people talk about games as art, this mm-hmm. is what they're talking about. I I have this one on my list of things to buy. So this literally might be one of the most gorgeous looking games I've ever played. Really, the art style is so 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 good, uh, and just like the way it moves and animates, like it's phenomenal. Like this is legitimately a work of art. Um, and then, like, just the gameplay itself is kind of like, uh, a, like a puzzle platformer. So it's like one of those types of games. And then, uh, the story is kind of interesting because, like, there's no real, like, there's no dialogue, there's no words or anything like that. And you kind of have to, like, just interpret what's happening. And, you know, it's pretty easy to kind of understand what's happening of it just being kind of a, a character battling with, like, grief and depression and all that sort of things. 
but uh, mm-hmm. it does it really well, I think, and just that art style is so good. That art style is phenomenal. You... Um, it's got a like a watercolor ish mm-hmm. art style. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah, it's it's, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, that brings us to number seven, which means you get to jump in. Oh boy, I'm jumping in! Hello, welcome to the the the, the pool. I'm here! Yay! <laughs> so what's your number Wait, seven? Wait, do you want me to go? Yeah, first? that's what I was leading you into. <laughs> uh, um, Seven Scarlet. Okay. Um, Seven Scarlet was actually a huge surprise for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was in the Summer of Atome block. Yeah. Um. And I, I didn't really know what to expect because Seven Scarlet doesn't tell you jack about what to expect. <laughs> um, honestly, I still don't know what it means. Um, but the story of this game was amazing and like had no right to be this amazing. But Atome just is able to do the wildest stuff because they're like, all right, you know, we can do whatever we want with the story as long as the dudes are hot. Uh, and they yeah. do that. They full on do that here. Um, the, the real detriment of this is that everybody has creepy hands and she's obsessed with them. Oh, right. Yeah. But, um, (laughs) but, um, and I don't even like most of the guys that are dateable in this game, but the story itself, like as you date more of the guys, you get more of the story and it starts with like that crazy FMV. Oh, right. Um, Yeah. 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 And, uh, I just kept playing. I'm like, wow, you know, I really want to know what's going on. I really want to understand what's happening here. And um, also there was Toa, who was like the cutest. And he had all the kitties all around him. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the, the time that he fell down in the in the shrine area. And he just had like kitty food in his pockets and all the cats came on him. Um, he was my, my best boy of the game. And... Um, it was just a lot of neat, like, supernatural stuff and a lot of, like, murder mystery stuff. Because um, the whole plot of it is that her brother is missing. And so she follows a, um, like, supernatural club in this small town to see if she can get any clues to what happened to her brother. And obviously, like, the supernatural club's full of a bunch of hot dudes that she can date. They also have the hots for her. Um, and, like, one of them is... Also, the manager who is not involved, but kind of a jerk. It just does some wild stuff with the story, which I think we talked about in the pod, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I guess if you really want to know more, either play the game or listen to the podcast on it. But it is wild, and I had a blast with it. Alrighty. Uh, My number seven game of the year is Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth Hacker's Memory. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, I love that first uh, Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth game, uh, and I think this, while kind of being like a parallel story to that, which is an interesting choice, uh, I think it does a lot of things better and like improves upon that first game in terms of just mechanics and storytelling and all of that. And uh, it was uh, once again another JRPG that I was like, "Wow, this is a uh, this is better." Than um, and <laughs> not hard. Yeah, yeah no, you're, you're not wrong. Uh, just, I just had a lot of fun, <laughs> with it, especially because, like, you know, it's a it's a game that came out very early in the year, and it was just like a good thing to kind of have that early and to 
to enjoy. Like it just it was just a fun, fun time going through that game and just kind of like reliving the first game again, seeing like all those old characters again. And, uh, and I, I really like the way they, they positioned the story in this one. I thought it, they did a lot better job of just like writing and storytelling within this. And it was just a fun, fun time. And it's, it's a game that I feel kind of is un, under underlooked at a lot, especially just this series in general. Cause the first game kind of had the same problem. So, um, yeah, it's a good game. Good game. Good game. Six. Number six. What's your six? Uh, so I went with the missing J.J. Macfield on the Island of Memories. Also not shocked that that's on here. That's true. Uh, we talked about this on the pod, uh, you know, a month or two back, and just I was really surprised by this game and just the the themes it went with the story it went with especially at the end i don't want to get into spoilers really but uh it Mm-mm. it does some real interesting things and some real surprising things that i was totally not expecting uh and just in general i think like the game does just storytelling pretty well um the writing's real interesting as well especially cuz like there's a lot of good like just text message exchanges within the game and that's kind of the bulk of the storytelling, but like they're really fleshed out and I think well written. And for another uh, for another puzzle platformer, like I think it it does a a, a decent job of doing that. But uh, it, the story really just like is the the strong point here, and it does some really really interesting things. Cool. You ready for my six? I'm always ready. Um, it doesn't do anything interesting of the story, but I love it anyway. Uh, Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a surprise. Uh, <laughs> Muso. That's really all you have to say. Muso <laughs> plus Zelda equals yes. Yeah. Um, you kind of got everything in the same package, thus the definitive marking on it. Um, you got all the DLC. You got all the stuff in the, the 3DS. You have the new Breath of the Wild outfits, which are rad. Um I I bought this game this is the third time and I've sunk so many hours into it and I still love it. It just there's something completely beautiful about being able to kill two thousand dudes with like shredding guitars playing the Zelda <laughs> theme behind you. Like and links and short shorts. Like why not? Yes. Okay. Um, that's really all I have to say about this is that it's great. All right. Yeah. That brings us into the top Number five. five. Top five. Oh, snap. Uh, uh, you ready for mine or yours? You go. You go. Uh, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. Wow, what a surprise. That's also my number five. <laughs> Yay! That's funny. I didn't realize we would ever have anything that crossed over here. But yeah, it was awesome. Wow, we crossed over here. Oh, snap. Can't escape from crossing fates. Oh, my God. Um... I probably wouldn't have liked this as much if it didn't have the multiplayer that I could play with you, but like the game itself was fun and the storyline was amazingly funny. Yeah. Um, and I got to know some characters. Like I, I don't like Ruby. No, nope. um, I'll never like Ruby. Nope. So please don't ever try to convince me. Ruby's not good. Nope. Um, I had zero idea what Undernight was. And that led us to like, buying none. that game. Yeah, it did. Um, which we still, I guess, need to play some. But um, I didn't like the combat as much in it, like the fighting yeah. mechanics as much. Yeah. Um, 
But this game was so fun. And also we get to see the P4 characters I think, more. I think, like, yeah, I think that's one of the big things for me is that, like, that game is one of my favorite games of all time. And just seeing that crew interact and having, like, them bringing back the entire, like, English cast, for, at least for the most part. Um, yeah. And just seeing all those characters interact with each other again is just, like, it warms my heart. <laughs> I was like, I it, love it, this. It's a, yeah, it was great. It was a lot of fun. And also just, like, seeing Yosuke hit on Ruby and also run her over with a bike was pretty funny. Yeah, just and just and like we talked about in the multiplayer section, just like being able to play this game online and just have such a blast with it. Like it even like when we first played that beta, like we had a blast with it, and that that literally oh, was yeah. what like what kind of like led us to be like we should probably buy this game. Yeah. And then getting into it and just you know living and dying by the rando and all that sort of stuff was just it was so <laughs> much fun. I loved it. Yeah. I'm glad that ours is the same on this one. That's yeah. funny. It'll probably be the last one that's the same on it. But... Yeah, I, I don't know if you're gonna have any of the other game these other games on your list. <laughs> oh, I guarantee you're not gonna have any of the other ones on here. <laughs> oh, number four. Really? Do you have a number four? <laughs> Go ahead. Number four. Uh Donut County. Oh wow, okay. Uh, this is a game you can get on consoles and mobile. Uh, it plays. I played it on uh, phones, and it played perfectly fine there. Um, if you don't know what Donut County is, it's basically like reverse Katamari. Mm-hmm. To where instead of like gathering things in a ball, you're just sucking them into the ground. <laughs> <sighs> and like it's such a it's such a simple concept that works so well, and uh, it has a really goofy story to go along with it. Uh, plays into like the kind of culture of today essentially and it's just a it's a small short game to play but it's really fun to play and like even if you're playing it on phones and i'm assuming it's probably the same on consoles as well it just it's such a just a a fun thing to kind of you can play in short bursts you can play it probably in just like one sitting most likely but uh Mm -hmm. it's got some just really fun gameplay And, and like a lot of the writing especially like on like item descriptions is so so good like that's one of the, I love the flavor of text. It. Yeah, the flavor text in this game is fantastic. I love it so much. Yeah. Sorry, I have to put my glasses back on before I can give you number four because I can't actually read number four. Oh my god, <laughs> buddy. Uh, yeah. Sorry about that. I couldn't see. Um, reading Historia, perfect chronology is okay. my number four. Yeah. Um, which I've really already said everything I need to say about it. It's awesome. You should play it if you haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, if you like Chrono Trigger, you would like this. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good comparison. Mm-hmm. And then there were three. Then there were three. Then there were three. <sighs> Who's going first? Uh, you can go first. Number three for me, Code Realize Future Blessings. Okay. Uh, again, probably not surprising. And for all the reasons I've said before, like, it was nice to get to go back to this world and interact with the characters. And uh, honestly, one of the best things that this game does is humanize Finnis a lot, Mm -hmm. Uh, which I felt like was sorely lacking in the first one. He was kind of like a one-dimensional villain. Uh, He's not anymore in this one. And so I like that you got, like, actual characterization as well as, like, you know, getting to see Impy's naked shoulders and back. Uh, <laughs> um, but I cannot get over Impy's 
new storyline on here with the whole like he can't go to the to space so he's going to go underwater and like how he wants to involve you and like the emotions involved with that which is so beautiful um and speaking of emotions like victor's storyline was just oh it hurt me (laughs) it hurt me so much um but then you got like cc in a mafia outfit like god so good perfect so um yeah future blessings all right my number three uh, my number three is Yakuza is 6, The real? Song of Life. <laughs> nice. The uh, throw the baby in the ocean simulator. Right. Throw the baby in the ocean because you don't know what to feed it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I know a lot of people have kind of come out and said that like this isn't like as strong of a game in the series or like the story isn't as strong. But I really, really had a good time with this game. Like, And I think a lot of that kind of goes on the, the strength of... Uh, putting part of the game in Onomichi, the the small Hiroshima city that you get to go to. And mm-hmm. it really captures the feel of like a small quaint Japanese town. And that like, it feels so much different from Kamurocho in terms of just like, you, you feel like you're kind of out of your element in a way. Like there's, it's not like just like, Oh, here's a bunch of like modern convenience stores on the corner or like just modern chains of restaurants or anything. Like it's all just like, local restaurants local businesses it's all these people who are just like trying to make their own living and all that sort of stuff and it really really captures the feel of that in a way that like it just makes it so much like it almost makes it kind of homely to kind of be in that town um and then you just get things like beat takeshi's in there i say beat takeshi's in there like that's a huge thing it's really fun um (laughs) you have tatsuya fujiwara in there Mm -hmm. Uh, you got to hear the hilarity of me not knowing how to handle babies. <laughs> that my my reaction of okay, the baby's crying and the stores are closed and you don't know what to feed is just throw it in the ocean. Like I think that that probably <laughs> ruined you for a bit. Real good. <laughs> and it's become a thing between us since then yep. that you joke about throwing babies in the ocean still. Yeah. Yep. That was my uh, my maternal instincts. And I think like Baby's ter- Christ I, throw it in the ocean. Yep. <laughs> uh, and I think in terms of like just gameplay, like I like a lot of the changes they made from uh, the Yakuza Zero engine and the Five engine to this, and I think they they made some like real good and smart changes to that. Um, and just a lot of like the side stories are are real goofy and fun. Some of them have callbacks to Yakuza Zero, which is which is really really fun. And you know it's uh it's the last game for Kiryu, so he gets to go out in a weird funky way but like yeah I, I i really enjoyed my time with this game i think a lot more than i was expecting to and this was the one where you were showing me like you get to knock over bikes and actually yeah. like, works. like every, that was so everything cool you can just like knock at. over it's so good you can just be a menace I, to I, society you can like just <laughs> you can throw people through the windows of stores and then go in and they'll be like no i don't want to sell anything to you you're crazy <laughs> you just threw a man through my window you know how much that's gonna cost <laughs> so that's good that they have like realistic reactions to you yeah it's it's really really good cool get into the nitty-gritty here number what's two. your number two um so my number two is a game called florence okay it's a mobile game uh-huh. and 
it's a game that doesn't necessarily have a lot of like technically gameplay per se, mm-hmm. but uh, it's a really, really, really good story in, in terms of just like showing like just like relationships and like how they can affect people like the the way that like oh you're excited by like a new relationship how that progresses through the relationship what happens when it goes bad and sour and like how do you pick yourself up from that and a lot of that is just like it ties into like there's like little gameplay mechanics like oh like if you want to progress a scene you got to like put this tiny little puzzle together and all that sorts of stuff but even like without like just a lot of cool gameplay mechanics or anything like that like i really enjoyed this in terms of its storytelling and all that because like there's not necessarily a lot of like writing in it per se it's a lot of kind of just like imagery but even then like it 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 gets the story across fantastically and it really just sucks you in like pretty much like on the onset and it's a short experience as well like it can take you maybe like an hour or two to get through but it's such Mm -hmm. a good hour or two like it's fan fantastic and and a lot of that is just because like it's 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 storytelling that's just incredibly done. Uh, so like yeah, that's that is uh, that's my number two. All right. Um, Tell me your number two. You ready for? You ready for my number two? Yeah. Uh, this may actually shock you a little bit. Well, I'm gonna, let me honestly. Let me myself real quick. All right. Uh, hold on to your butts. Um, Got one hand. Persona Three: Dancing Moon Knight. Okay. Um, it, it wouldn't shock you in the sense that, like, wow, you're shocked that it's on this list because you knew it was going to be here after hearing me play through it. You knew it was going to yeah, be here yeah, somewhere. Uh, but I feel like you probably thought it would be my number one. I was thinking it is. It was going to be like top two. Mm-hmm. It's it's top two definitely. And the only reason it's not number one is because it doesn't have like a proper story mode in the sense of, like Persona Four Dancing on Night yeah. had because that was just so mind-blowingly good i think that's kind of why it's not um, higher on my list as well is mm-hmm. is that lack that's of story the mode. only reason mm-hmm. is like i loved playing through it the mechanics were fun i loved seeing these characters in hd i loved interacting with the characters the songs were great the dancing was great like everything about it was, the outfits are amazing <laughs> uh everything about it was just so good but without that lack of story mode i was like I can't give it number one. I just can't yeah. because I know what the potential of these games could be. And it wasn't because Persona 5 had to come out at the same time for some god awful reason. And it brought this one down. It's really tragic. Yeah. But also Akihiko is beautiful. And I got to see his room and find out that he wears red underwear and eats lemons whole because he just what the chomps fuck, those Akihiko. lemons. God, I love him so much. <laughs> Um, I'm really, really glad that you got to experience me playing this though, because like, yeah, it's legit like the happiest I think I've been gaming in a long, long time. It's insane. It was a lot of fun. It was so much fun. All right. Also, I I have both titles on here, but Dancing Moon Knight's still the better one. Oh, one thousand percent. Dancing in Moonlight. Who are you? Get out of here. <laughs> All right, we are down to the numero uno. So, uh, All right. So tell me your surprising number one pick. All right, you you might not be as surprised by this one as I think you would be. Um, I had a debate with myself whether or not it would count because what I picked is Xenoblade 2, Torna, the Golden Country. Okay. Um, and it's not technically a game. Um, it's an expansion to a game. Mm-hmm. 
But again, I put like 50 hours into this, which is like a straight up a solid amount for an RPG. Um, I did 100% of the things you could do. I did the entire community. I fought every special like enemy thing. I I went through the story. I got everybody to level 99. Like I wanted so much more out of this game that it, I couldn't have it because I loved it so much. And I was like, all right, the characters are fantastic. I never want to leave. I never want to leave because... They're so likable. Everybody's so likable. And getting this backstory, it, it humanized Jen in a way that I really needed. Um, and you can see the progression throughout it of like, okay, this is how he got to where he was in two. Um, you can also see a lot of like Mithra's route and how she got to two. Um, I loved it. And I didn't sleep for a long time playing this <laughs> <laughs> until like I finally just like crashed because I thought it was so good and it was it was really the story honestly that did it. Yeah, it really was. Um, as you were mentioning, like it, it was kind of surprising how good the story was and how good the writing was and the quality of life changes were fantastic. Um. I, I liked Xenoblade Chronicles 2 way more than you did. Right, yeah. Um, but I would wholeheartedly 10,000% say that Torna is a much better game all around. Yeah. Also got rid of the terrible gacha system, thank God. <laughs> Automatic improvements. <laughs> Automatic improvements. I still don't have... <sighs> I'm so mad. Now's all the time for that. <laughs> Yeah, I put in like 300 hours to that game. But anyway, Torna, Ooh. you get number one this year. Yay! All right. What's yours? Well, let me ask you. Do you do you have any idea of what my number one could be? I have no idea. Okay. Uh, my number one game of 2018 is a little game called Hitman 2. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I would not have expected that. Uh, they made more Hitman. They did make more Hitman. And it's still as good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like, you could literally just base it off that. Like, they made more Hitman. And it's still as good. Like, the, the game is still... It plays so... It plays so well. Like, the gameplay in that game is just amazing. There's so much variety of what you can do to, like, to get exactly what you need done in that game. And... It, the game gives you the freedom to do just like the most wacky and inane shit in it, and it's like, okay, sure, why not? You want to you want to try this? I mean, it may work, it might it might not, but like you can try it. It's possible. <laughs> Watching you kill or knock out like ten dudes <laughs> because you couldn't make this one shot on a lady, and like people kept coming to check, and they're like, oh hey, you're here, and then you just knock them out. There's just like a pile of bodies and you keep stealing their outfits so the people don't recognize who you were. Like, that was so funny watching yeah. it. Um, also, you were Florida Man. That was good. You could be Florida Man. It's real good. You could be Florida Man. Uh, that was honestly so funny to watch, though. Just like, oh, gotta knock this guy out. Whoop, gotta knock this guy out. Oh, you saw me. Gotta knock you out, too. You just had a pile of bodies. <laughs> <laughs> it's real good. 
I loved it. Uh, I think all the the new levels are 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 well done. Like they they add some like interesting wrinkles to stuff, and and some of like the gameplay mechanic changes they made to where like you can go into like foliage now and like have that like be like a hiding spot, and it's it works it works really well. And like they even add that into like the 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 first game's levels to do that, and like they added like stuff like well like mirrors work now. So like if you're doing something and someone catches it in a mirror, you're gonna get caught. And, like, all that's in the first game's level. Because, like, uh, they basically made this almost a hub for, like, all of the levels. So, like, you can play all of Hitman 1 and Hitman 2. And it's so smartly wow. done. It's it, it's amazing. Like, the only, like, downside I, I almost kind of think about this game is that, like, I almost wish it was episodic as well as the first game was. Because, like, I feel like that made me appreciate the levels a little bit more and, like, made me, like, spend more time in them. And with this, I kind of haven't really had the time to do that. But, like, it's something I really want to go back and do because I, I really enjoyed doing that in the first game and getting, like, the mastery level up for, like, all of those levels to unlock all of the specific items you can do for, you can get for them. And that just leads to, like, more and more cool stuff. Um, yeah, it, it just, it's, it's really, it's really well done. Uh, I know a lot of people had, have had, like, kind of uh, complaints about the story not having, like, fully animated cutscenes, but, like, it's fine. Like, it doesn't deter yeah. from the story. And I think, like, I think the ending little twist is an interesting wrinkle that uh, if they do Hitman Three, it's gonna it's gonna be. I'm I'm intrigued to see what they will do with that. Uh, and yeah, like it it still plays as great as Hitman One did. Uh, and then they made they made changes to it that made it even better. And it's it's still good. And I'm glad that they they that IO was able to to bring this out after Square Enix basically dumped them. Um, yeah. So yeah, and then like. They did some. They did a. They did an elusive target with Sean Bean in it. <laughs> they called him that the Undying. That was hilarious. Which is the real Undying. Good. That that's a really mm-hmm. good goof. Uh, I hope I've heard things about this game not selling well, and I've seen it on sale a lot for half off recently. So like, like <laughs> buy Hitman Two. It's phenomenal. If you can get it for half off, like do it. It's so good, and you can get all of Hitman One for it. So like that's two game, two fantastic games, in one, and it's so much content and so much like just good stuff to do in that game. So there you go. We did it. We did it. We got through 2018 almost. Finally. <laughs> God, this year. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like think about it though. We 2017 game of the year. Since then. I've become a doctor. God. Weird, right? I've done nothing. <laughs> that is a lie. <laughs> that is a huge lie. <laughs> For one, you became a writer for Crunchyroll. Yeah. Two, you've gotten a step closer to finishing your degree. Yeah. Three, you made the coolest class syllabus I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> uh... Four, you're amazing. So, shh. Uh, Five, you helped me get that PhD because you are my moral support. Thank you. There you go. All right. Well, maybe 2018 wasn't as bad as we thought. Well. 2018 was still a dumpster fire. It was still a dumpster fire, (laughs) but there was some bright moments in there. It's true. I got a job. Yay. You did. Yay. I'm employed. (laughs) Uh, but uh, that's 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 it for games. Uh, you know, like we said at the the beginning of this episode, like it's hard. It was a weird year. It was a weird year. Hard to come off of 2017 and think that like it's going to be the same quality because 
that's just not how it works. But, uh, you know, there were some bright spots in 2018 in terms of games, I think. Uh, I think we can oh, both totally. agree on that. And then uh, mm-hmm. next year looks to be pretty interesting. A lot of, yeah, we've got a crazy 2019 coming up. And it's it's going to start crazy. Like these first few months oh, are, yeah, just, totally. are just jam packed. Bang, 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 yeah. bang. Like the song. So, uh, congratulations to the Quiet Man <laughs> for being Game of the Year 2018. <laughs> Woo! Good job. The shush, you shush are the man. ultimate. Ba- you are the ultimate baker of New York, buddy. So proud of you. Congratulations to all our winners. They are well deserved. Very proud of you guys. And, uh, Thanks for yeah. being good games. Well, most of them are good games. Well, yeah, some of them are terrible, terrible games. Uh, that's gonna. Also, I'm surprised that like the Quiet Man itself didn't come up, other than it being the Quiet Man presents. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, Quiet Man. You didn't get worst game of the year. <laughs> I'm proud of you, buddy. <laughs> Uh, anyway we did it we did it that's that's gonna wrap up 2018 as well mm-hmm. put a bow on it throw it into the fire okay <laughs> it's already on fire are you joking <laughs> oh get it off me huh. <laughs> uh, so we will i don't like being on fire <laughs> uh so we will be back next year with uh some some new stuff as well obviously next week we'll have a new episode uh to be determined because you know we still got we got to figure all that stuff out but we have some ideas of stuff we got to talk about uh in the new year and uh you know we'll just be we'll be back on our next week so like as we do never stops here yeah can't stop won't stop it's true uh but uh if you would like more from us go to seasonalamycheckup.com or sac.cool it's where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like season checkup and jared and i watch uh, you can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. So, like, there will be a written form of Game of the Year up on both of our sites. Uh, also, mm-hmm. also go read the the Love Life Sunshine piece I wrote uh, last it's week. It's good. Yeah, it's good. So you should you should definitely check that out. Um, if you want more from Anladium, go to Anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews, and her Game of the Year stuff will be up at the same time as this podcast going up. So. If you want to read her Correct. written version of her awards and everything, you can definitely check that out. It'll be fantastic. I haven't Yay. read it yet, but I'm just going to say it's fantastic because that's how Al writes. I was like, you're, you're used to how I write, so you know what to expect. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash anime checkup. It's where we do the Twitters. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash SACOVA. So next week, we'll do something. Yeah. And uh, we'll bring in ring in the new year. Uh, programming note, though, it will be like earlier than usual because I'll be presenting at MAGFest next week. True. So um, you'll get the episode for um, Patreons a little bit early. And hey, if you're at MAGFest, go see Al Talk. Yeah. Be nice, though. I, I talk on Friday. Yay. So if you're in the area and you're going to that, definitely check out her talk on uh, part of her dissertation. Mm-hmm. Because it'll be and fantastic. about Pac-Man. Yes. So there you go. That is, uh, that's it. That's it for 2018. Let's, let's just, uh, let's, let's run away. Bye. <laughs>